Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Goes into the upper 20s, even some low 20s outside the Beltway. A hard freeze for many of us by early tomorrow. Some clouds in the morning will give way to a mainly sunny sky for your Thursday. Temperatures slightly cooler in the 40s. Then Friday, it's a rebound up to 56, mostly sunny. And Saturday, back up to 57 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Lots of sunshine and 46 degrees. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good day, I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up. Details on plans to bring the Capitals and Wizards here to Alexandria. I'm Neil Augenstein. The best and final offer comes from D.C. to keep the Caps and Wizards in place. I'm Luke Lukert. If those teams move, the Wizards could also be on the move. Hunter Biden defying a congressional subpoena today. He says he'll only testify in public. It's 12 noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kaffin. Hunter Biden defied a congressional subpoena. He did not appear for a private deposition into his business dealings this morning. He insisted outside the Capitol that his father has no connection to his business dealings and attacked Republicans. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life. So much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan. They should have been here today, but once we take that vote, we expect him to come in for a uh, for his interview, for his deposition. And frankly, we'll also, I think, look at uh, contempt proceedings as we move forward. This comes on the same day House Republicans plan a vote to open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The Supreme Court says it will hear appeals that could imperil hundreds of charges stemming from the Capitol attack including against former President Trump. And the high court says it will take up the battle over the medication used in the most common method of abortion, the drug mifepristone. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. Nobody is challenging that you can have an abortion medication. It's just that you have this small group who are challenging the expansion of its use and allowing it longer into a pregnancy and by mail and other distribution means. In another legal matter involving Donald Trump, a federal appeals court says he cannot assert presidential immunity from a defamation suit by the writer E. Jean Carroll, who accused him of rape. Lawyers for Trump plan to appeal. The U.N. climate summit is over. CBS's Ben Tracy says the hope is wording in the final statements will lead to action. For the first time in nearly 30 years of international climate talks, nations have agreed to transition away from fossil fuels. Many nations actually wanted stronger language calling for a complete phase-out of fossil fuels, but oil-producing countries such as Saudi Arabia oppose that. The agreement at COP28 also calls for tripling renewable energy worldwide by 2030. More films will be preserved forever as we hear from CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Kudos to Kevin McAllister for making it all the way to the Library of Congress. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. Home Alone among the new inductees into the National Film Registry, along with Terminator 2. Hasta la vista, baby. Apollo 13, Lady and the Tramp, and 12 Years a Slave, named as well. I labor repairing the Champlain Canal on the section over which William Van Northwick was superintendent. 875 films are now in that registry. Wall Street's right now the Dow is up seven points. NASDAQ is up six. S&P is up four and a half. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 12.03 on WTOP on a sunny Wednesday, December 13. Up to 47 degrees. We're heading into the 50s. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. It's been described as transformational and monumental. A plan to move the Washington Capitals and the Washington Wizards to the Potomac Yard neighborhood in Alexandria. And earlier today, we learned what's behind those plans. Here next to the Potomac Yard Metro is where it'll be built, says Ted Leonsis, the majority owner of the Washington Capitals and Wizards. And when we first came out here and I saw 70 acres and the ability to stalk with a clean slate. Besides a new arena, there'd be a new headquarters for his monumental sports, a media studio, performance venue, retail and restaurants. He promises to be a good neighbor. Having that personal touch is vital to make Make sure that you are listening, that you're hearing, that you're empathetic and understand what is going on in the community. Governor Glenn Youngkin says the deal would benefit Virginia taxpayers. Over the life of this project, 30,000 new jobs and an estimated $12 billion of economic activity to be generated in the Commonwealth and in the city of Alexandria. In Alexandria, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Now, if those teams move out of the district, it would certainly be a big loss for the city. I think it would do some damage to the area. D.C. is now announcing their own plan to keep the two teams here at Capital One Arena. In a release, Mayor Muriel Bowser calls the arena an economic engine for downtown D.C. And the city is now offering $500 million in funding to Monumental Sports, which owns both teams, to renovate and modernize the two-decade-old arena here in Penn Quarter project that is expected to cost around $800 million. They're calling it their best and final offer. If you're a D.C.-based team, I feel like you should be uh, based in D.C. At Capital One Arena, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Mayor Bowser is expected to speak about the city's final offer this hour. We're also learning today on what would become of Capital One Arena should the Caps and Wizards head to Alexandria. A spokesperson with Monumental Sports telling WTOP that Arena would get an update and become the future home for the Washington Mystics. The Mystics and the NBA's G League team, the Capital City Go-Go, now play at the Entertainment and Sports Arena in Southeast. Of course, the Caps and Wizards weren't always in downtown Washington. WTOP sports anchor Dave Preston says moving them to Alexandria may bring in fans who were once invested in the teams of old. I think you're going to see some people who live on the other side of the Potomac, as fate would have it. They're going to be more apt to do so. There's <laughs> sort of that vice versa feel where, okay, people who live to the east of the city might not be as apt to go to a game in Alexandria. But if the metro works, if everything is there and it's easy to park and, it's, and there's a city that surrounds it where you can do shopping and you can go to a restaurant before and after games, I think eventually you'll see people come around and, and go to the new arena, as long as the teams are fun to watch. Keep it here on WTOP. Much more on the announcement today involving the Caps and the Wizards and reaction to it. Speaking of Metro, at the height of the holiday season, Metro is suspending red line service between DuPont Circle 
and Gallery Place. Those closures start next week. And downtown businesses say it will hurt their bottom line. To repair tracks and tunnels, there'll be no red line trains into Farragut North and Metro Center from December 18th to the 30th. You know, we hate that we have to get this work done um, at such an important period of time. Metro Sarah Meyer says there will be free shuttle bus service to Metro Center from DuPont Circle and Gallery Place. Ebony Walton of the Downtown Business Improvement District says theaters, restaurants, and retail stores have raised concerns about the situation. This partial closure is definitely not ideal. Businesses asked the partial closure to take place in January. Metro says data shows the two weeks it's chosen are the least likely to impact riders. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Word from Maryland State Police that they're investigating a deadly hit-and-run crash on the inner loop of the Beltway this morning. It happened just after 10 o'clock in a work zone on the Beltway near Georgia Avenue. Authorities are urging anyone who saw what happened to contact them directly. One lane on the inner loop remains blocked. We'll get an update in just a second from uh, the traffic center on what's happening there. Coming up just ahead of traffic and weather in Money News. Are your co-workers all back at the office now? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth with details from the WTOP Traffic Center. And yes, Mark, on the interloop after Connecticut Avenue, as you head up the hill toward Georgia Avenue, we still have the right lane blocked for the crash investigation. Interloop delays stretch back to 355 as you head toward Georgia Avenue. Outer loop slows, leaving Old Georgetown Road and across the American Legion Bridge into Virginia with a couple of issues. First, on the outer loop near the Georgetown Pike, that's where we had the crash blocking the left lane. Then the work zone between the Georgetown Pike and the toll rope was blocking the right lane. Interloop slows on your approach to 267 as you head toward the Georgetown Pike with that work in the right lane. On the interloop near Gallows Road, still some delays as you head past the uh, Annandale area toward, at this point, 66. That was a crash blocking the right side of the roadway, now clear to the right shoulder. Northbound I-95, seeing more volume as you head through Newington toward the Springfield Interchange. May have a work zone set up and blocking a lane. Northbound 395 going across the 14th Street Bridge still with the right side blocked for the work. Southbound 395 near King Street, the right lane is blocked also for the work zone there. In the district, Northbound and southbound DC 295. As you head between Benning Road and Burroughs Avenue, the left lane gets you by the work zone each way there. Back in Maryland, southbound BW Parkway near 100. That crash should be wrapped up and gone. Traveling at this point on Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue, northbound at Woodyard Road, we understand the right side is blocked for the work zone, so watch out for that. Want to test an electric car? Plug into Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Jordan Evans with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Today, sunny to partly cloudy with highs near 50 degrees. Light northwest winds around 10 miles per hour. It does get chilly again tonight with a clear sky. Lows into the 20s, a hard freeze for many of us. Bundle up tomorrow morning with some cloud cover, but eventually sunshine for the afternoon on your Thursday. Temperatures will be a little bit cooler in the mid-40s. Tomorrow night, low of 31. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 52 degrees right now in Oxon Hills, Sterling at 48, and we're at 51 at the Wharf in D.C. It is brought to you by...
Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 1210 on WTOP Money News at 10 and 40. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Federal Reserve announces its rate decision less than two hours from now at 2 o'clock. It is expected to leave its benchmark rate unchanged for the third meeting in a row after raising the Fed funds rate 11 times. The markets are now pricing in the first rate cut as early as March. By one measure, the Fed's inflation goal is here, core producer prices, Inflation at the wholesale level fell at an annual inflation rate of 2%. That strips out energy costs. Include that, mostly cheaper gas, and wholesale inflation slipped below 1%. Companies have been pushing the the back-to-the-office message for over a year now. But in the D.C. metro, on-site office work is still well below pre-pandemic. Building security company Castle Systems says the average office worker occupancy in a D.C. office building is 49.5%. The Dow is up just five points. The S&P 500 is up four. The Nasdaq is up eight points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Marlowe Furniture. Bring your style to life. See it, love it, have it. At Marlowe Furniture, they have you covered with furniture so comfortable you don't have to compromise. Marlowe has a great selection of stylish, trend-setting looks in stock. Bring your style to life. Marlowe Furniture. It's 12-12. Here's Gary Greider, the HPC division leader on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We're working in a fair amount of areas in, you know, driving memory bandwidths and smart memory control mechanisms, things like that, to be able to build machines in the future that enable us to solve problems that we can contemplate solving today. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com. This is the lunch rush at your local deli. Orders are flying in. Online, on the phone, and in person. Order for Nick. So is it possible that fast internet could help your business outrun the rush? It is with Comcast Business. Up-leveling your speed with gig speed Wi-Fi, powering all your devices, and fast downloads and uploads, powered by the next generation 10G network. With Comcast Business, next level speed isn't just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, ask how to get up to a $600 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online to learn more. Ends 12-20-2023. Restrictions apply. Eco bill and auto pay required. New 50 megabits per second internet and security to customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rate supply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and compatible router. Straight ahead, insight from the Caps and the Wizards owner about what's ahead in this big plan to move those teams to Alexandria. Stick around for that.
carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Hurry, it's your last chance to donate for 2023. Compass Health Center has opened in Silver Spring, Maryland to provide immediate access to mental health care for more Marylanders. Compass Health Center specializes in trauma, OCD, school refusal, anxiety, depression, mental health, and substance use. The Compass Health Center team provides in-person and virtual treatment across Maryland. Seeking treatment over the holidays is more than okay. Google Compass Health Center Silver Spring to learn more or visit us at compasshealthcenter.net. That's compasshealthcenter.net. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Lewis. We continue to follow the breaking developments of the morning. A $2 billion plan announced to move the Caps and the Wizards to a new arena at Potomac Yard in Alexandria. Ted Leonsis, the owner of the team, says it will be a full-service operation there. We are going to be very, very focused on restaurants, students and innovators and community spaces and the neighbors. Um, I'm very, very, very focused on being a good neighbor. I think that that's uh, an important part of our legacy to be very, very cognizant of what goes on in the community. Um, I come to the office every single day. Um, I walk around the neighborhood. I walk around the arena. I think um, having that personal touch is vital to make sure that you are listening, that you're hearing, that you're empathetic and understand what is going on in the community. Um, We will be building our network here. And I think that that's important that our media work, especially with uh, Virginia Tech, we've made commitments to be the leading edge analytic data centric business and that will happen here. I also need to explain to everybody that we own Capital One Arena. Uh, We also own the Washington Mystics. Uh, Women's sports is transcendent. watch Virginia Tech women's basketball now all the time. They have a great team. Um, My belief is that um, at Capital One Arena that we can host women's sports. Um, We've invested $200 million in the last 10 years in keeping Capital One um, world-class as an arena. And our intention is to expand here and keep Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. a great place. Uh, We'll host concerts there. We'll host concerts here. We'll have a 6,000 seat uh, entertainment performance center here. And this community is so vibrant. You just have to look at other great cities. New York have arenas in Brooklyn and Long Island and Manhattan. They're all working. That's what our promise is here, that we can be a economic engine We can employ all of the people um, who work at the arena in Washington, D.C. We can create new jobs, uh, new tax base out here, and really work to make the promise of Virginia and what our governor spoke about. But also, we have a responsibility to do a great job and continue to invest in Washington, D.C. That's Monumental Sports CEO Ted Leonsis. 
1218 Traffic and Weather on the 8th. An update now from Rob Stallworth. In Forestville, on the interloop near Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue, still with the right lane block for the work zone. Traveling on the interloop in Montgomery County. As you head up the hill toward Georgia Avenue, the right lane's blocked for the crash investigation. Outer loop slows, leaving the big curve above the 270 spur across the American Legion Bridge into Virginia. In Virginia, on the outer loop between the Georgetown Pike and the Dulles Toll Road, first you have the crash block the left lane. The right lane is blocked for the work zone, so essentially two lanes down to the middle get you through the issue on the outer loop as you head between the Georgetown Pike and the Dulles Toll Road. Inner loop slows on your approach to 267 headed toward the Georgetown Pike with that work blocking the right lane. If you're traveling at this point on I-95 northbound, watch for delays through Newington headed toward the Springfield Interchange, which are travel lanes open and available to you. Northbound I-395 going across the 14th Street Bridge so with the right side block for the work. Southbound 395, just as you head toward King Street, that's where the right lane is blocked for the work zone there. In the district, northbound and southbound DC 295 between Burroughs Avenue and Benning Road, the left lane gets you by the work zone. Otherwise, back in Maryland, Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue northbound at Woodyard Road, that's where we had the right side block for the work zone. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans is joining us now as we check this Wednesday forecast. Looking pretty nice out there. Yeah, temperatures are already in the low 50s in some spots. We'll see those passing clouds continue. And temperatures may not climb too much more, maybe some mid-50s farther to the south. But overall, pretty nice day still for middle December. Uh, eventually tomorrow, we're tracking a weak boundary. We'll have some clouds in the morning, no rain, uh, then some more sun for the afternoon. Temperatures will be a little lower tomorrow in the 40s, and we'll have a cold start, all of us down in the upper 20s by, again, the morning hours. Then the weekend, not too bad. It's Friday up to 56, Saturday near 57 degrees, and then Sunday, unfortunately, can't get a break from the rain, so we're tracking more rain for afternoon and evening hours on Sunday, and that will likely linger into early next week. 49 right now in Southeast, 52 already, Reagan National, 47 in Bethesda, College Park, 50 degrees. All right, Jordan, thank you. Up ahead on WTOP, Christmas coming early in Prince George's County. Well explained, it's 1221. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel stodge. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. This is George Wallace, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. And with Week 15 kicking off tomorrow with the Chargers and the Raiders, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. That's 150 bucks. If your team wins, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. Plus, when you win, you get your winnings paid instantly. So visit FanDuel.com slash GW. That's FanDuel.com slash GW. And kick off the NFL season. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's 2023. It feels like what used to happen in a week now happens in a day. In a world changing this fast, you've got to stay up to date. Check back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. 1223. Christmas came early today for some Prince George's County kids who got to shop with a cop. And just to note, that's why you'll hear sirens at the beginning of this segment. It started with Santa in sirens as he rode in on a motorcycle to the Walmart here on Annapolis Road, where about 50 kids walked the aisles to shop with a cop. Show me the way. Show me the way. Armed with gift cards. We got to find the toys first. Yeah. Ara is 11 and came to get something for her little sister. I'm getting markers, a Barbie. So I had to ask, how good has her sister been? Mm. Not good, but oh well, I still want to get her something. She's my sister. <laughs> so most of the kids will buy items for their siblings, their brothers, their sisters, their parents. Major James Coletti helped start this about a decade ago. Many of them won't even buy a gift for themselves. In Landover Hills. John Dome in WTOP News. Did you know there have been years of controversy behind the foundation of the Washington Monument, which dates back to its opening in December of... 1884. A lot of us here in D.C. know that the pace of government can be a little slow. Historian tour guide Rebecca Grau explains how the Pope Stone, a block of marble gifted to the monument by the Vatican, became a stumbling block. The Know Nothing Party, this sort of anti-Catholic movement, broke in, stole the stone, and dumped it into the Potomac River. This caused a change in leadership with the group in charge of raising funds and stopped construction for over 20 years, which helps answer this question. Why there are two different colors in the Washington Monument, but it wasn't a flood. It's because they ran out of money from the washington monument i'm jimmy alexander wtop news sports at 25 and 55 powered by red river technology decisions aren't black and white think red rob woodfork is here what do you have for us hey we have a monumental move in more ways than one the planes to send the capitals and wizards across the potomac into virginia was announced this morning and fan reaction largely negative we've complained about the commanders training in virginia and playing in maryland for years so having two more teams operating outside the district isn't exactly popular and espn's michael wilbon who wrote for the washington post for years said very loudly on PTI last night. You're going to take the city sport out of the city. Turn your back on Washington, D.C. and go to Virginia? Really, what does that say to your fan base that has been loyal despite zero years of contention for that franchise for a championship? Really? Yeah, speaking about the Wizards, the move would take place in 2028, and we will see how Wizards fans react tonight when the Wiz hosts the New Orleans Pelicans in hopes of snapping a five-game losing skid. Now, NFL owners are expected to vote on a proposal to double the number of international games from a minimum of four to eight.